it's an opportunity to definitely have a strategy to leverage the marketing engine that is Amazon when it comes to Prime Day, because they've done a great job of establishing it strongly with their customers. And so to ignore it completely, I think it's a mistake. This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this shorter episode, we bring you our hot takes on topical and central e-commerce subjects, fresh from our expert panel, Chris Green, Jason Miles, Kyle Hamer, and myself, Michael Beasley. Let's jump in. Today's sponsor is Eva, the most intelligent Amazon scaling toolkit online. Amazon sellers need exact, quick-to-read profit reports. Many sellers already pay a lot of money for these. Eva has world-class finance analytics with crystal-clear graphs included at no extra cost. Eva serves hundreds of seven-figure sellers, averaging a 51% increase in profits. To get a 15-day free trial, just go to amazingfba.com forward slash Eva. That's amazingfba.com ba.com forward slash eva hey folks welcome back to the new new format of the e-commerce leader we've got our usual trusty panel chris green kyle hamer jason miles and myself michael visa i'm in london england which is today hotter than miami florida which is kind of crazy times and we've just had prime day for the umpteenth time it seems to me and so we want to discuss learnings from that and and other reflections and thoughts um so, folks, let's kick this off. He wants to go first. No, we're not taking turns anymore. What is, what is jamming about Jump, Prime? Okay. Jump Prime. down. Prime. You know, <laughs> I just got an email. I've been out most of the morning. I got an email invited to buy with Prime. And we talked about buy with Prime nice. before. It's insane. People are sleeping on it. Um, but it, it's hard to keep up with everything. Like, I get it. Like, Prime Day came and went. I don't know how, what Prime Day number we're up to. They did, like, I felt like they did two in one year one time. Maybe. Uh, I, I generally like make what, COVID. That the too? COVID the COVID thing, they kind of did like this shifting weird thing where they combined a couple of yeah, them. I thought there was something extra. Normally for Prime Day, and I did this by accident the first Prime Day, I put my KDP, my self-published books, free on Prime Day. I'm like, sure, why not? Let's see what happens. Uh, I did it for one day. I got like seven thousand downloads that I don't normally get. Uh, but then like Prime Day went on like for like three days and like it wasn't free anymore. So I was like, oh, shoot. So the next Prime Day, I was like, I'm just going to run it through the entire Prime Day and got tons and tons of downloads. And a lot of people download stuff because it's free. Um, but I did, as a marketer, take those screenshots of my KDP account and be like, what's up? Look at all these downloads. My book must be awesome. And then people are like, hey, that book must be awesome. So now I'm going to buy it. So the marketer in me likes that kind of back end number that you can get and if you have a good book that has like a good hook or call to action at the beginning because a lot of people are gonna get that free book they might look at the first few pages so make it interesting or at least have some kind of call to action come to my website scan this code send me an email something uh and use prime day for the extra exposure it's like free extra exposure amazon just made this day up right hey we need like an extra day to sell stuff let's just make something called prime day by the way don't put prime day in any publications because they will take it down ask me how i know that yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just pick up on the word free, though, Chris. I mean, I think it's very, very interesting that the different product types give you a very different relationship to Prime Day because, uh, you know, for KDP, it makes total sense. And by the way, I've got some sort of bi curious members of the mastermind that I run who are 100% physical products guys who are checking out the, the whole book publishing thing. So, 
one of the reasons to do that is, of course, because you can run things for free and it doesn't cost you a ton of money. The, the people I know who are doing physical products, honestly, are less and less excited by Prime D each year because they have worked out that they lose more money by um, giving a ton of stuff away at a, at a discount than they make up in any kind of volume in any meaningful way in most cases. So it's, it's weirdly become less and less of a thing amongst the people I know. I don't know if that's just me. Dude, I love... I. I love hearing stuff like that because to me, that means they're looking at the problem and they're not seeing a, a solution. They're not getting creative. They're like, hmm. Hey, I sold more stuff. Like, you know, so this thing sucks because I had to mark it down. What do, if you're getting <laughs> extra traffic and more customers and, and people who normally don't buy from you are now buying from you. I'm like, like, what's the solution there? Right? Like what can you do to get some kind of longer term value out of a customer, turn them into mm -hmm. recurring revenue? Like, what is it? Instead of saying, no, I sold, I sold more stuff but I had a discount, so I didn't make any money, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Amazon is offering free additional traffic, basically. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know the exact play for every single seller, but there are some plays to be made, and the, the, the sellers who say, no, there's no plays to be made, so I'm not going to do it, in my opinion, mm -hmm. are just needlessly taking themselves out of the game, which for everybody else is good, I guess. <laughs> All the customers are still there. They're going to buy mm -hmm. something. It, it, I, I'm not trying to like dominate this conversation. When it comes to Prime Day, I'm like, it's so close to it. The first Prime Day, I think it was, they put the Alexa, the little like hockey puck thing, uh, up for like 20 bucks. And every single time we went to Amazon, it was on the front page, it was the banner ad, it was on every product page, to the point where like, I honestly felt like, eventually after seeing it so much, I was like, you know what, maybe I should get one of those. <laughs> right? But that's strictly psychological. I didn't need one. Yeah. But it's like, when you see something enough times, that can start triggering, like, you know what, maybe I do need that thing that, no, I, earlier today, I know I did not need and actively did not buy. Uh, and if you understand that about yourself, you can understand it about your customers. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, maybe one solution is to do the sort of loss leader type thing, which I've certainly had clients do as a year-round strategy. So maybe they need to come up with a more imaginative prime day loss leader type thing for exposure, as you say. Yeah, interesting. I'm certainly uh, up for learning it. For sure. No, it was, it's interesting. Like I've had this similar experience with prime day in terms of, you know, they want at least historically have wanted more and more discounts, right? Like it's pretty typical yeah. in years past to see a 20, 30% discount on your product, right? That was sort of the expected norm. However, this year was different. I would say that uh, it, from a category perspective, the toys had the largest percentage discount as a category and it only on average had a 15% discount. Hmm. And if you look at other categories, um, electronics was 6%, TVs were 3%, computers were 8%. That's far less of a discount than what hmm. we've seen in years past. So I thought that was an interesting trend that the, all, a lot of the majority of these uh, brands and sellers we're saying, hey, you know, I'm happy to give a discount, but it's not going to be as big as one you've seen in the past. So I thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting point. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an opportunity to definitely have a strategy to leverage the marketing engine that is Amazon when it comes to Prime Day, because they've done a great job of sort of establishing it strongly with their uh, with their buyers, uh, you know, their customers. And so to ignore it completely, I think is a mistake. Uh, but to also go unless you have the margins to support it which definitely some brands do and some brands i know i was talking to some people and they were up you know 4x um this prime day over last year like they had a great outcome um so i think it depends on the category you're in the margins that you have 
and really what your ultimate goal for Prime Day is. You know, and in many cases, <laughs> often Prime Day is a way just to liquidate uh, <laughs> some slow moving sure. products, which is well, totally yeah. valid, totally valid. That's, and you should that's be an extremely good use of it. Yeah. You know, and sure. I think yeah. in, in many cases, that's Amazon's use case for it. We got to clean out sure. all of our warehouse stuff to prepare for Q4. And this is the middle sure. of the year to do it and prep yeah. everything. So, uh, you know, it makes them money. Yes. I mean, they made almost $12 billion, but at the same time, there's a, a practicality to it uh, in terms of clearing out warehouse space. And I think sellers should be leveraging it in that very similar way. Hmm. Well, sellers need to remember Amazon is adjusting as they go, right? Oh, they yeah. made this up and they're changing it. So like what works this year might not work next year and what sure. might work next year. No one's ever thought of before. Hmm. Do you guys remember the first prime day where Amazon just got roasted on Twitter and Instagram? We're like, thanks for prime day, Amazon. I got 12% off a ream of paper. Like, like, who, like <laughs> the products that were in the first Prime Day were like, who cares? A pack of pens? Like, what? That's not like a special. But like, and, but Amazon learns from it. Amazon has yeah. historically tried things, gone all in on things, and be they're willing to make mistakes and adjust along the way. And I think sellers who like kind of like think selling is going to be the same this year and next year and ten years from now are making big mistakes because yeah. imagine what Prime Day is going to be in ten years. Nobody knows. Right, there might be amazing tools for sellers to just absolutely dominate, but they that's what Amazon well, back it up. What does Amazon want out of Prime Day? Happy customers, yeah, right? That's what they yeah. want. Reverse engineer from there, look at the rules that they put in the discounts, the minimum discounts, the minimum quantities. I mean, like doing physical products, like, like we were talking about, Kyle, is so different compared to print on demand. You got to commit inventory, they tell you, hey, Prime Day is this date, we need your stuff in the, in the warehouse by this time. You've got to commit the quantity and, and spending yeah. inventory dollars. When it comes to print on demand, like I say, I put my books for free uh, or with the merch by Amazon stuff. I heard about this from some of my like, larger merch friends. They contact them ahead of time and said, mm -hmm. hey, we like this this design. We are going to lock in a lower price. We need your approval to do this. And we are going to promote it heavily on Amazon Prime Day. And they're like, heck yeah. Like, But they need approval for it, right? Because it's a little different than Seller Central, how you set prices and all that stuff. But like, the fact that they're even looking down the road all the way to, okay, what can we do for Merch by Amazon sellers for Prime Day? What can we do for KDP writers on Prime Day? What can we do for Seller Central sellers on Prime Day? To give them the tools to provide an amazing option and an opportunity to be happy or get happy customers. Like they're actively, like it may not be actively on our side, but we are definitely beneficiaries of what they are, they are doing as long as we play by the rule of let's make sure Amazon's customers have a great experience. And if you do that, you're going to have a good time on Amazon. Yeah, for sure. Jason, did you get good deals for Prime Day? No, although I, <laughs> I bought I bought about um, two thousand dollars worth of stuff like three days before Prime Day, and then yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what am I, an idiot?" Anyway, and all of those sellers, thank you. Yeah, uh, those my guys are the ones. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> those sellers the appreciate your generosity. Now, yeah, the, the I'm also highly thing. upset with myself that I didn't do anything that Chris described on the author side of things, which is like, bro, why didn't you tell me that the week before <laughs> Prime Day? <laughs> yeah. That's an amazing author strategy. But let me just make one point. Um, I don't really care what's listed on Amazon on Prime Day. This year, I really reflected on just the meta idea itself have a prime day and so you know i i thought about it and went back to uh, some of our consulting clients and even in our own business and say how do we have our own prime day for our vips for our you know recurring members that pay us money how do we have special products special deals 
and a short duration of time where they get something amazing offered to them and we do our own prime day and to me that's the takeaway this year is i'm tired of hearing about amazon's prime day i'm ready to hear about my own prime day uh j J day i don't know what we're gonna call it we're gonna have some kind of day where we have our own deals and to me that's really the takeaway for anybody who has a shopify site i would just say just forget about amazon prime day uh make your own day and set it up on your site and think through what you could offer that's super special get people to show up and sell a ton of stuff to them and that's the plan that i want to work out the next few months for our our websites and with our clients yeah, I like Jason, that I love that you said that. I've had the idea of doing like, like all my courses or books are free on my birthday, right? Mm. So I sell books, I sell courses. Some of them are low yeah. price, some of them are yeah. high price, and I would say like as, almost as a lead magnet, like on the website. Hey, if you can't afford my stuff, no problem. Look, I've got low price point stuff. You know, kind of get you started. I've got there's here's what I recommend for groups to ask questions, and if you can wait on my birthday, I will make literally every single thing free. Everybody's gonna sign up for that. Right. And it's yeah. once a year. And if you miss it, be like, hey, sorry, you missed it. Come along yeah, next yeah. year because you're selling information like the number of people who are going to buy anyway. They're going to respect the fact that, hey, you're trying to help people out who who maybe can't afford some of your stuff. Uh, or they like say they're like super stingy and like, you know what? I will wait eight months to get this nine dollar book for free. Not a problem. <laughs> wait nine months. Yeah. It will be free. And then I have Chris Green Day. It's it's my birthday, guys. And the gifts are for you, blah, blah, blah. That the script writes itself. Right, yeah. You can give away everything for yep. free, and it's still all done, print yeah. on demand, auto delivered through Amazon, like like Udemy coupon codes. Like it's it's so easy. Yeah. You get so much goodwill out of it, yeah. and like people oh, don't want everything for free. They're more than happy to be like, yeah, I know it used to be free, but like I, I, this looks like a really good thing that can solve a problem for me. So I'm totally gonna buy it. Of course, I want to support the person who created. It. Like, I think people worry too much about like, well, if we make everything free one day, everybody's gonna not buy all year long. And like, no, they're not. That's a I'm. Prove me wrong, right? Like, show me. <laughs> Everybody who's like, I'm not going to buy anything from Jason Miles' store because uh, it's going to be free 11 months from, like, give me a break, right? And for those people, great. Give it to them for free, right? Like, it's there's so many ways to keep customers happy and, and, and surprise them. But, like, Jason, you're absolutely right. You can make your own anything you want. So instead of competing on, like, hey, it's Christmas, let's compete with every other freaking seller on the planet. Yeah. No, have your own day in yeah. August, right? Yeah, Wherever yeah. it's not expected. It's so much easier to break through the noise in August yeah. instead of yeah. December 25th. Here's my Halloween special on Halloween. Nobody's listening, dude. They deleted all the other Halloween marketing emails, right? Mm -hmm. Be different. Stand out. Like, it's not that hard. But nobody wants to, like, try something that might not work. They're scared. I really like the idea of, I, I know that Andre Chopper and um, the email marketing guru, well, he's not very guru-like at all, but exceptionally competent trainer in, in email marketing, does a birthday offer. And I think he offers his course at... 75 percent off or something like that it's not free so yeah you can play with price points right for a book might well be free and then a, a course might be you know 50 percent off 75 percent. i think that's really great and uh, to your point there's almost no point in competing with everyone else this is the other problem i have with prime day i'm not anti it and if there's a ton of extra traffic you can leverage and it makes sense for your business then of course you should but do I'm, I'm much more attracted to this idea of having a a time when it's completely different talking onto shopper on zig when they zag right when everyone else is off on holiday and you're at home selling stuff you go right we're gonna have an august holiday we're gonna have a like a week of you know people throwing beach balls to each other on the crazy video series and then a bunch of fun discounts different one every day or whatever there's a ton of things as you say chris it's limits down your imagination really that sounds much more fun as well somehow oh i, I would rather have fun marketing but I, I think what we're seeing now is i would not call amazon prime day a red ocean yet it's getting redder Mm -hmm. Right, more red is redder a word. 
but it's still, in my opinion, so early. Like the number of, of active sellers who are really taking advantage and really have dialed in a proper strategy for Prime Day is still in the absolute minority, in my opinion, of mm-hmm. course. I don't know the numbers. Uh, it will get more red, right? And it's like as everybody competes in the same place. And that's what like, dude, there's a blue ocean over here where you can like literally find your customers on Instagram and like offer them a deal outside of Prime Day and, and Christmas. Uh, so it's like always kind of keeping your eye open for that blue ocean and not always being scared. I mean, like the, the Amazon ocean is, is too good to leave. Uh, but be aware of when it's red, when it gets too red, you don't want to play somewhere else. And if nobody knows what I'm talking about, go get the you know, blue ocean strategy book. It's on Amazon. It's like not expensive. Yeah. Great book. Kyle, are you a person that dives heavily personally into um, prime day discounts? Or do you as a really buyer do or as a seller? As a seller, I mean, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, and only because I, I found it to be when you when I crunched the numbers from a pure sales velocity perspective, yes, I would get more sales, but I would be not making any money. Now, there's mm-hmm. an argument to be made in terms of visibility, attracting new customers, but you know, I don't, I, I, there's still some to that. And, but I think that there's ways as opposed to the normal. So when I think of prime day marketing as an Amazon seller, there's a few things that you end up doing, right? Uh, you end up being going through the lightning deal program. Like that's the main driver that Amazon really pushes you to do. And it's worked great. Like I've made a lot of money using lightning deals, strictly on prime day. Uh, but what has occurred is that Amazon sort of narrowed more and more and rightly so, cause they can narrowed the scope of the sellers they want to participate in those programs. Right. Cause there's only limited capacity. And so what they've done is they've just attached a higher and higher price point to actually just be enrolled in these lightning deals. Right. Which is basically like a deal of the day type scenario to where it used to be free. And then it was like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks. And now on prime day, it's like $800, $750, $600. And that's just to run the deal that and then right. you had to take your 10, 15% discount on top of it. And, and that's per skew, right? So it's like $600 per skew and you start factoring in, okay, well, how many units can you do? And if you have a big inventory and you run a huge run rate, then yeah, I think it totally makes sense. And you have a margin to support it, it makes total sense to run it. But if you're running on tighter margins, you just have to be more aware. And I think that's really the starting point of any marketing, whether that's Q4, whether that's Prime Day, you got to know your margins to begin with and what's going to work for your particular customer. The other thing is, is like, I, you know, my products are, are in the art space, right? So it's not the biggest prime day category that gets all the love and attention as well. So that's the other piece of it. I've had far more success in Q4 um, overall, just because people are more buying it for, for gifts, um, for, you know, family members or whatever, than prime day now. But I do think that there's still opportunity to leverage prime day in your external marketing and your list building into what Chris was talking about. If you are offering digital products or any sort of top of funnel marketing or a lost leader, if you have a product that you're willing to try and move to gain new customers, I think that there's a ton of opportunity still to leverage that. I think you just have to be smart about how you approach it. Um, the only thing I would say like this, Amazon is great at offering, coming up with new programs and offers like lightning deals and all these different things for things. But the, the one caveat you have to keep in mind is Amazon's doing this. Yes, for you, but more so for them. 
So just realize that uh, when they're doing it, it's you know going to benefit first their customers, second them, and then third you as the seller. Now, obviously, they do things for sellers, a lot of things for sellers that are great and are a, a huge advantage. But you know there are definitely programs in which they're going to try and market you into as a seller, and you just have to understand uh, you know whether or not it's going to actually apply to your business or not. Um, I was just. You know, I've, I've done a bunch of Amazon programs in the past from like, it sounds, sounds great. Let's just give it a shot. And then you get through it and you're like, this was awful and didn't work <laughs> at all. Um, but I appreciate you experimenting with me on it. And, you know, we experimented together and it was a complete other failure. But, uh, you know, and so I'm, I'm happy to, to test that. But you just have to be aware, uh, know your margins and have a plan, but don't have a plan that's necessarily only dependent on what the Amazon's offering you for Prime Day promotions. You can think outside the box, you can be a little bit more creative, and I think that's the biggest takeaway for me. Jason, I'm conscious that we haven't heard from you, so any uh, other thoughts on this front? Jason's heavy in, in digital products, yeah. and, and I, I kind of like the fact that we're all kind of got our toes in like a whole bunch of different kinds of products. Yeah, um, because there's going to be different strategies, like not Absolutely. just different strategies for different sellers or different price points or different products, but like yeah. everything, different business models. And yeah. there's no perfect strategy. There's no perfect list. I mean, I made a, this is, I'll tell the brief story about the prime. I call, I made a prime day playbook and it was up for a few months and Amazon took it down. Uh, and I get it. Like I'm, I don't, I don't fuss when they take stuff down and nice. I probably wouldn't <laughs> do it again. I think I even used their logo in the title. <laughs> That's <laughs> slightly <it> was... <laughs> <laughs> they might have I, I'm, a, I'm a permission over, over forgiveness, forgiveness over permission, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but I put I up mean, like, yeah. with strategies of like, hey, Prime, this is like when Prime Day first came out. It's like, like here are some strategies that I would follow. I don't even remember what was in it, to be honest. It was several years ago now. Uh, but I like the fact that Amazon is continuing to create and try new things. Amazon could certainly pull the plug on Prime Day. Right, they could disappear, sure, or they could make it into in-house only. Or yeah. Like who knows? But while it's there, take advantage of it. But like, put appropriate time and resources towards it. Be like, hey, this makes most sense. Or you know what? This, this we've done that much. It's not really working for us, so we're going to do something else. Like it's okay. And I think people get overwhelmed with, well, what should I do? What's the optimal thing? I heard someone else did that. We should do that. Can we go back in time? Like, no, you can't go back in time. Like, <laughs> not yet. I don't know. Wait, no. go forward in time. Can't go backward in time. But we're we're at twelve thirty. I think you got a hard stop there, Mike. I've got a bounce, but it's been interesting to talk it through. I mean, just final thought for me is really the difference, as you said, between the way that you can look at things as a digital product seller as opposed to physical products, and the hard cost of physical products being such a barrier. Unless you've got really generous margins, to your point, Kyle. But um, but there doesn't have to be that hard division. I'm always begging, you know, kind of trying to do Jason's work really because, you know, he's he's the man trying to persuade all the physical products based sellers to add f as digital to the mix. And I'm always begging my guys to do that. And the beginning to get the idea of books being a great idea, which I'm delighted by because I just feel like gives you that leeway to do all the imaginative stuff that you were saying, Chris, because you haven't got that, you know, um, you've got near zero marginal cost for the digital goods. And that, that just frees you up to be more imaginative in your marketing. And uh, that feels very healthy, you know, to counterbalance to the same old, same old that we can fall into selling on Amazon. So, yeah, it's interesting how, for me, that plays into it from today's discussion. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to leave you guys to discuss the, the wonderful things that I'm going to miss.
I just do, do a final little semi-formal thing to say that if you've been listening to us and you enjoy us having a chit-chat behind the scenes here, the team friends, then don't forget to show us the love by either subscribing on a podcast of any description and any podcast player. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, give us a, a star rating out five stars. Thanks for listening. That was the e-commerce leader podcast with Michael Vesey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. If you liked this content, don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast app. For free resources, including PDFs and videos on topics like traffic, products and sales channels, just go to www.TheEcommerceLeader.com. No hyphens, just as it sounds. Thanks so much for listening.